Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Thursday night football. When is Russ going to be Russ? It is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app, which, by the way, is where you can watch us now. Just by opening the ESPN app, you click the watch button at the bottom and bang! There we are. It is a Thursday. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Christopher Canty, how are you? No middle name today? Nah. No? We mix it up. Just ho-hum on a Thursday? No, it's not ho-hum. When we got like week five of the NFL kicking off tonight? I, I like to mix it up. Oh, That's keep, all. Keep me off balance exactly. a little bit? Exactly. I like it. I, I understand where you're going with that rationale. Yep. Unfortunately, Nathaniel Hackett likes to mix it up and keep Russell Wilson off balance. <laughs> I could have made Hackett your middle name. That would have been an insult. <laughs> it's like saying you're not a Hall of Famer. You yeah. know? Same thing I said to Keyshawn wow. yesterday. Wow. I just don't understand how you insult our guests, though. I don't know. I, it just happened. Is it, it just an insult happened. to say that? Nathaniel Hackett is doing Russell Wilson a disservice? Well, you tell me. Let me give you the numbers real quick. What's up? Start the first four games last year versus first four games this year. Mm-hmm. First four games this year, Russell Wilson completing 61%, 940 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. Last year, first four games, 73%, over 1,000 yards, about 1,040. Nine touchdowns, no interceptions. You tell me. Something's going wrong here. And with those numbers a year ago, Chris, had thrown it 30 times less. Yeah. Something's wrong. And I don't think it's just a situation where it's all about them falling behind in games or anything like that. I think Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson have yet to figure each other out, and that's problematic from the head coach's standpoint, when you have somebody that's a future Hall of Famer. Well, one of the things that I was surprised at is the tendencies for Nathaniel Hackett in this offense, right? Because they're one of the teams that are under center quite a good bit. I mean, you're right around 50% in terms of the amount of time that Russell Wilson spends under center as opposed to in the shotgun. You would think that would lead to your offense being heavy with play action. But Carlin, they only do play action 25% of the time. Yeah. I mean, that's that's down in the 20s in terms of their ranking in the National Football League and yards off of play action. They're exactly 20th. So that's a part of the issue that I have with how they're utilizing Russell Wilson and trying to get their explosive plays in the passing game. They're just not getting enough mileage out of threatening the defense because we all know when Russ was cooking in Seattle, a big part of what Pete Carroll did in that offense was that hard play action off of the running scheme, being able to have Russ turn his back to the defense, sell it, Give those receivers time to get downfield and then Russ to drop one in like he's dropping it down the chimney and those receivers making plays on it downfield. We don't have that element in this offense. It's not like the Denver Broncos receivers don't have the ability to do it. Oh, no, they Court- have good Courtland receivers. Courtland Sutton and Jerry Judy and K.J. Hamlin, th- those dudes can ball. Yeah. It's just that they're not being given the opportunities and Russ is not being given the chance to push the ball down the field. The other problem is, Carlin, they are – historically bad in the red zone. Ten trips in the red zone this year, only three touchdowns. 
30%, Carlin. I mean, 30%. Right now, they're on track to be the worst red zone offense since the 2012 Kansas City Chiefs. And that team won two games. So that's where we're at in terms of Russell Wilson and this offense and being able to put points on the board in the critical areas of the game, situational football. They've got to be better with that. And that starts with Nathaniel Hackett doing some of the things that Russ was comfortable with, some of the things that Russ had a lot of success with when he was a Seahawk. Here's what I don't get. How have we not gotten there yet? How has Nathaniel Hackett and Russ not figured out how to get on the same page? I don't want to put it all on Hackett, but Russ is the guy they just handed all of the money to. Yeah, Russ is the guy they believe in, and not just all of the money, Chris. The assets that they gave up to get him. Yeah. I mean, that was a historical trade. And now you are not maximizing what he does well. Like, that's unconscionable to me if you're a head coach. So there are a couple of things here to me at work. You tell me what the most likely scenario is. Mm. Number one, you have a coach that is so married to the system that he runs that he's trying to make the square peg fit into the round hole. Okay. Number two... It could be that Russ, with this coach in particular, needs to communicate more right now, and maybe Nathaniel Hackett shouldn't be calling the plays. When you are a first-time head coach, you already had to hire somebody uh, to handle the challenge and the clock management stuff that you've screwed up, Mm -hmm. and that guy turned out to be wrong on one thing or two Mm -hmm. uh, since you've hired him. And you don't you haven't decided to hand it over to a to somebody else to call the plays yet? It's one of those two scenarios to me. Because the third scenario is that Russ is done. And mm-hmm. I don't think that's I don't think we're there yet. I, I don't think we're anywhere near there at age thirty four. While they gave him the long term deal that they did, and I'm a little bit questionable uh, on whether or not that was a good decision. I don't think we're <laughs> What do you anywhere... mean you're questionable on whether or not that was a good decision? Well, because I'm talking about him playing until he's 40 because the extension doesn't kick in for another year or two. Well, they had no choice, Carlin. Think about what they gave Russell Wilson. They gave up three first-round draft picks plus two premium players. Okay, well, you're, 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 married, is... you're married to him at that point. Of course you're going to give him an extension. My point here is Russ isn't done. So it's one Russ of those... Russ can't be done. Yeah. Well, it's one of those three scenarios, Chris, and I'm Pretty much guessing it's closer to probably one than anything else. That he is running a particular system and he is making the players fit into what he does. And I, 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 if that's the case, I hate it. Well, Bill Parcells used to always say this. Think players first, then plays. Yes. And sometimes you have coaches that don't know how to coach outside of the system. And that's a part of the problem, and I think that's what we're seeing at play with Nathaniel Hackett. He's so accustomed to how they did things in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers, he can't see it through a different lens knowing that he has a different quarterback. Do Aaron th- Rodgers and Russell Wilson right. are not the same. But do you think this is what's going on? Oh, of course it's what's going on, yeah. Carla, and that's the part of the problem. Now, here's the thing. They've got to get on the same page, and that means Nathaniel Hackett bending a little bit toward what Russell Wilson wants to do, and... Let's be honest, Russ is in a situation now because of the leverage that the franchise has given him where he can dictate what the offense looks like, what the play-calling sequencing looks like. But I will say this, those short-to-intermediate throws that they've been majoring in in the first four weeks of the season, that's all going to be out the window tonight because Gus Bradley, the defensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts, all he runs is cover three. They have the highest rate of cover three in the National Football League. So what does that mean? That underneath zones, those are going to be flooded 
with defenders. You're going to have to push the ball over the top. You've got one-on-ones on the outside with those corners. You've got to take advantage of shots down the field. If you can't do it tonight, if you can't open it up and let Russ cook tonight, I don't know when it's going to happen, Carlin. We, but that's what they're going to have to do if they're going to win this game. We don't know these owners, okay? They're brand new. But at what point do we start to talk about where Hackett is uh, with them for the long term? Because if you can't adjust, you shouldn't be coaching. Like, that's the thing. Part of coaching is looking at your players and maximizing what they can give you. And this is one thing, for as many people that don't like Bill Belichick for whatever reason, the one thing he has always does done is to worry about what his guys can do and not what they can't do. Mm-hmm. It It's that first and foremost, and I'm going to put you in a situation so that we collectively are successful. I'm not going to put you in a situation that you're not going to excel in because you don't have that skill set. Yeah. You know, and I think too often we see these coaches so married to whatever their system is, believing that it's the be all and end all. And it gets sickening when you don't adjust to what you've got to work with. Yeah, I mean, we saw it with Mike March once upon a time, right? He tried to take the greatest show on turf to another team. I believe it was the Bears, and that was an unmitigated disaster. So, yeah, there are times where coaches can't see beyond the system that they've had success with, and that's because they don't understand the players that they have to work with. I hope that Nathaniel Hackett can figure it out, but here's the deal, Carlin. If he doesn't get it turned around in short order, this could be a one-and-done for Nathaniel Hackett. Well, let's talk about that in a moment. Which game is this actually bigger for, more important for, Nathaniel Hackett or Frank Reich? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. That is the Canty and Carlin Nation Dr. Pepper call-in line. Call us at 888-SAY-ESPN, ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Chris, I, I if I'm Nathaniel Hackett, I, not knowing who these owners are going to be, I have to be very concerned considering how much money they just handed over. But this game, in the long term, I be, and by long term I mean the rest of the year, I think is actually more important for Frank Reich. They have Jim Irsay is we know what Jim Irsay is, and he's going to get chapped here. Mm-hmm. If he isn't already, he's going to be chapped. And he's going to look at the situation and say, okay, yes, we got hosed with the Andrew Luck situation. Jacoby Brissett, we knew what we were going to be able to do there, and it wasn't a ton. But then we went out, and we brought in Phillip Rivers, mm. and that didn't work. And then we brought out, went out, traded a first-round pick for oh. Carson Wentz, oh. and that didn't work. And now I went out and traded a third-round pick to get Matt Ryan who is also not necessarily working out right now, looks a lot like Phillip Rivers did late in his career, uh, that year that he spent in Indianapolis. Yeah. So if I'm Jim Irsay, hang on a second, Frank. We're supposed to be that much better because of your offense, and we're nowhere right now. We're absolutely nowhere. I'm putting that on Frank, and I think this is... This could really turn into trouble for Frank Reich, even without Jonathan Taylor tonight. Oh, there's no question about it. But let's talk about Jonathan Taylor because last year this guy was an MVP candidate, Carlin. And you're talking about having back-to-back weeks where this guy has over 20 carries and he's averaging less than four yards a carry. That's a problem. I mean, I don't understand where the run game went to. And as a head coach, you're supposed to put guys in situations where they can be successful. We know Jonathan Taylor can play. 
but but he's been a non-factor on the whole this season. Matt Ryan, the quarterback that you bought in to give you more competent quarterback play than Carson Wentz, has turned the ball over in each of the four games that you've played this year. As a team, you can't survive like that. This is a one-dimensional outfit. All they do is throw the football. And let me tell you, that dimension ain't that good. Yeah. So right now the defense is carrying them. You're talking about a top-10 defense. I, I I don't know how much pressure this offense can continue to put on this defense and expect the Colts to have a chance to be competitive in their division. And that's why you have to put this squarely on Frank Reich because he is the offensive mind and he was the one that was responsible for the big swing that this franchise took two years ago in trading a first-round pick for Carson Wentz. That was the beginning of what now seems like the end in terms of Frank Reich's job security at Indy. I don't think there's any question that this is going to be much bigger for Reich uh, tonight and the next few games because you just don't know where that's headed. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Chris, then there's Tua Tungavailoa and the Dolphins, and this is this is such a, 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 a strained, not strange, strained situation with Tua. And what I mean by that is, you know, they're, we're expecting to find out what the changes are going to be here shortly, uh, whether it's today or tomorrow, to the uh, concussion protocol. Bennett Amalu, who was the doctor that the movie Concussion is based on and has done all that work in CTE, has basically... The doctor that discovered CTE. Yes, yeah. exactly. You're right. Yes. Uh, and um, his message to Tua is pretty simple. Stop playing football and walk away from the game. Don't mess around. Uh, quote, if you love your life, if you love your family, if you love your kids, if you have kids, I don't know what Tua does, it's time to gallantly walk away, go find something else to do. Okay, it's one thing to say that. It's another thing when it's coming from this guy in particular. I'm just curious from your standpoint as a player that has been through all of this, what do you think when you hear that from Bennett Amalo? Uh We will never look at Tua the same. We will never move past the image that we saw on Thursday night football against the Cincinnati Bengals when he was carted off the field and seeing his arms and his fingers frozen and not knowing what would happen to him, what would his fate be. Carlin, it's, it's similar in a way to what we saw with Alex Smith once he came back from that gruesome leg injury and he was insistent on playing football again and the Washington Commanders gave him that opportunity, and I'm glad he was able to get that out of his system. But nobody was comfortable watching Alex Smith play football anymore. It just weren't. Like, you were happy. It was a great, great story, and, and we did a, a documentary about it. It, it, it. You know, it was it was good to see that he was able to continue to live his dream, even albeit brief. But with, with Tua, I, I just worry about – what the next hit is going to bring in terms of impacting not only his ability to play, but his quality of life, both in the short term and long term. And that's the part that I think the NFL has to be uncomfortable with, too. If Tua comes back out there this season or whenever he decides to play NFL, NFL football again and something happens, he takes another hit and he gets knocked out, what are, what, what are, we, what are we to do when it comes to how we feel about continuing to watch him play. All of a sudden, it's not an entertainment product. No. No, it's it's not. It's not. It's fear. It's fear of watching somebody who is actively in the midst of ruining their life at that point. Yeah. I mean, 
don't want to see the guy get hurt again. That's the point. And, yeah. and I think that's the thing that that's always going to be associated with Tua. Like brain injuries, failed concussion protocols, you know, you're talking about the policies that we have in place already, weren't adhered to, and now ultimately this guy is the symbol for all of those things. And that's not a any of the all of those things are not good things for the National Football League's business model. You don't want your fan bases, you don't want people that consume your product thinking about this aspect of it, because now all of a sudden it, it injects more of the human element to it. Now it's not just about these guys being combatants, but it's about these guys being people and what their quality of life is going to be beyond the game. And I don't think it serves the NFL well if you're talking about Tua being back out there sooner rather than later and having the potential for something bad to happen to him again. I know Mike McDaniel is not in an easy situation here. I I get that. Um, As far as feeling for him, it's somewhat limited. But when I hear him discuss the situation, I just get more and more uncomfortable. Take a listen to him here. It'd probably be crumbling if it was coming from within the team or um, the people that it is my job to service. Outside of that, it's actually the quite quite the opposite. Um, again, you have to be delusional to think that you're going to have a pardon or, you know, who knows? Everything's reactionary anyway. So if, if I... If I'm listening to that or thinking about that, really thinking about it, if I'm spending time thinking about that, let's say Monday night for five seconds, that's five seconds that I'm not thinking about all the other things. He's talking about the outside noise that you, you hear when it comes to Tua. The hell with the outside noise, man. Exactly. We just saw the guy get caught at all and have a severe brain injury. What the hell are you talking about, Mike McDaniel? This is this guy is awful when he gets in front of the podium. He might be a hell of a football coach, but he is an awful face of the franchise. And when it comes to this particular issue, this is something that everybody is going to be concerned with for tour for the rest of his career. And I'm not sure the NFL wants a reminder every single Sunday about its failure when it comes to concussion protocols and being able to have guardrails to protect the players first and foremost. That's not the reality, Carlin. We know it's not the reality. They may say that it's about the players and their safety matters the most. We know with the NFL, the bottom line matters the most. And if Tua is put out there sooner rather than later, then that will become clearer to the fan bases. And I'm not sure that that's something that people can get on board with, which is why when I hear Bennett Amalu say what he said, that might not be just what's in the best interest for Tua. That might be what's in the best interest for the NFL. Is there going to be a, a, a time here where we're going to see, and we're not? it's not going to be today when they change the concussion protocol, Chris, but if you get, or if you're diagnosed with three of them or four of them, you're not ever allowed to play again. I mean, that I, we, we hate to talk like that, and I know players, that would scare the daylights out of players from being able to lose what is basically their livelihood and what they have lived for their entire life, but... As much as the league doesn't want to do that, I, I I doubt we will get there, but like it's going to be worth a discussion at some point. Yeah, I, I can't say you're wrong. Um, I just don't I, see it happening. But I mean, here's the thing: all concussions aren't equal. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, and so I'm not quite sure what the protocols will be moving forward when dealing with players that have multiple concussions. But the more concussions you have the more susceptible you are to future concussions, which means 
there needs to be a longer runway for recovery. I'm just not sure that NFL teams have the patience to allow a guy to fully heal, especially when it's not an injury that's visible yep. before they come back. That's the real problem. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we are presented by Progressive Insurance, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We want to hear from you on the Canty and Carlin, Dr. Pepper call in line, so hit us up. When it comes to uh, what we were talking about earlier, is Russell Wilson going to get this figured out, and who is this a bigger game for tonight, the Dolphins and Nathaniel Hackett or the Colts? And Frank Reich, 888-SAY-ESPN. Up next, Aaron Rodgers. Doing Aaron Rodgers things. Not on the field. That is coming up in just moments on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? I'll say this. It must be nice to get the bag, and then you're not going to get held accountable. The coach will. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's a pretty sweet gig. Well, I mean, if you're a quarterback, that's good work if you can find Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yes. I don't blame Russell Wilson one bit, but I will say this. There's got to be some shortcomings with the head coach when your offense in the second half of the week four game you played against a division rival only has four first downs. How's that possible? And 113 net yards. How is that possible? I don't know, Carlin. I don't know. They had four first downs and 113 net yards. And on the other side of that, the Las Vegas Raiders 
<laughs> you're talking about them having eight first downs in the third quarter alone oh, and man. 121 yards. <laughs> it just goes to show you, man. It's just there's something wrong with the Denver Broncos offense, and they have one less piece to figure out how to fix it because Devontae Williams, their second year running back, tore his ACL, and he's done for the season. So good eight, luck, Nathaniel Hackett. Good, Godspeed. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. For a job you'll love, visit Progressive.com slash careers. All right, let's hit in, uh, check in with Craig in Michigan on the phone lines up first. Craig, what's up? You're on ESPN Radio. Well, I'll tell you what's up with Russell Wilson. First of all, I believe, and your producer does too, that he's been on the decline for a few years now. Our but producer one, can't stand when, Russell Wilson. That's clear. When you go, when you go, okay, that's fair. But when you go from Seattle, you got two receivers who have been over 900 yards three years in a row. Lockett's done it four years in a row, and three of those four years has been over 1,000. Then you go to Denver where your best receiver is on injured reserve because Tim Patrick's better than both of those dudes. I mean, Jerry Judy right now, we're talking Matt Jones, David Terrell, Peter Warwick, Corey Coleman. I think can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? You said he's been on the decline for the last couple of years, right? Yeah. Do you realize in 2020, Russell Wilson <laughs> threw 40 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, 68.8 completion percentage, and over 4,000 yards? Is that on the decline? Is that on the decline? And they won 12 if, games? If you want to look at the stats alone, and 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 you and that's all you want to look at. I'm talking about. It's not all you want to look at, but those numbers are massive. They're massive numbers. You can't ignore them. Well, three. Well, I mean, you're talking about 2020. There's only been one full season in between then and now. Don't get. And it. he was hurting that year. Yes. And oh, by a, the way, he still threw 25 touchdowns to six picks. What are we talking about? He only threw six picks in 14 games. Listen. If you think he's on a decline (laughs) based on those kind of numbers, you're just looking for what you want to see. And it's not there. He missed games last year. He missed two games last year. Mm -hmm. And he still only threw six picks. And he had a bad thumb. Yeah. I mean, honestly, enough with the decline bit. Because it's just not true. Andre is up next in Massachusetts. Andre, what's going on, bud? You're on ESPN Radio. How you doing? Thanks for taking the call. Clearly, this idea of decline has to be thrown out. Listen, here's what it comes down to. This coach, Hackett, his seat is not hot. It's blazing. It's on fire. It's scorching. Because the fact of the matter is, Denver Broncos have a new ownership group, okay? Not big bank, okay? Infinite bank, that Walmart money. And that, and he's not their guy. And the simple fact of the matter is, anybody, everybody in the NFL, we're seeing it. Leadership matters. Look at the New York Giants under Dayball in this, in, in this club. In those games winning. How the heck is Shanahan with Jimmy Garoppolo mopping up the doggone uh, L.A. Rams? Okay? It starts at the top with the leadership. I don't want to – don't tell me uh, about Listen, this I'll go back team. to something that Chris has said time and time again lately, and and I'm sure for a long time. You can't overcome bad coaching. No. And no. that's what it feels like is going on in Denver right now. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's not even something that I said. That's something from the two Bills. That's, that, that's from Bill Parcells and Bill Belichick. Good players can't overcome bad coaching, man. It's the reality of it, and that's what we're seeing on display in Denver. Now, Carlin, to your credit, you called it. You were concerned about Nathaniel Hackett both wearing the play-calling duties and the head coach hat, and it hasn't worked out so far, especially when it comes to situational football for the Denver Broncos. Like I said, they are awful when it comes to red zone conversions on offense. 
they're they're on track to be the worst team in the last decade in the National Football League in terms of converting for touchdowns in the red zone. That's a problem, Carlin. You got to get better, and that speaks directly to your coaching. It, it truly does. And Chris, how many times has it happened where people have been successful? early in their coaching career, and they're taking everything on at the same time. Yeah. You know, it's almost a version of micromanaging, and it's it's basically like, well, I've been so good at this in my entire life, this is why they're hiring me. It's why I can't stand what's going on with, with Robert Sala with the Jets in some ways. You're going to hire him. He's not going to call the defense, but he brings in two guys who have never been coordinators before. Mm-hmm. You're a new head coach. Like, Can we all just admit at some point when you get a massive promotion into a job like that and you're doing it for the first time, you have to put people around you who know what they're doing and have done their jobs before. Because you need to make it as, an, a, as adaptable a situation for yourself as you can. No question about it, Carlin. And, and I hate to use this example, but this is a franchise that I'm really close to, the New York football giants, Carlin. The New York Giants, when they hired Brian Dayball, he went out and he got Mike Kafka, who was a quarterback's coach, mm-hmm. no experience as a coordinator, but Dayball has his experience as a coordinator in the NFL. He goes out and gets an experienced defensive coordinator in Wink Martindale, a guy that's done that job for several years now at a high level in the National Football League. Did you see what the Baltimore Ravens defense looks like without Wink Martindale? Yeah. I'm just saying. And now you're looking at the New York Giants defense. That's a top 10 scoring defense right now. And the Giants are 3-1 and one with shaky quarterback play. But that's an example of what you're talking about. Surround yourself with people that have a little bit of experience, a little bit of wisdom, especially in areas that you're deficient at. It just makes sense. But that's not what Nathaniel Hackett has chosen to do. And as a result, The Denver Broncos offense hasn't been able to get on track, especially when it comes to situational football. Carlin, the Broncos are awful on third down, too. I mean, we talked about how bad they are in the red zone. Yeah. They're awful on third down. They only convert 35% of their third downs. That's good for 23rd in the National Football League. Are there two stats that are more indicative of what a team is than red zone and third down? No. Exactly. Well, turnovers. Turnovers, that would be the other one. I mean, those those two are right up there. That would be the other one, turnovers. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. So I told you a few minutes ago, our producer, uh, Evan Wilder, cannot stand Russell Wilson. And I also want to wipe my hands, uh, wash my hands, so to speak, of this tease I'm about to read. Uh Uh-oh. Because Evan wrote it. I I want everybody to know Evan Wilner wrote this tease. Why Aaron Rodgers needs to just S-H-U-T-U-P. I hear crickets. (laughs) That is right after I tell you about our friends from Bosley. Now, look, guys, if you are suffering from hair loss or worried about your hair, you've got to check out Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts. The sooner you take action, the more options you'll have for keeping and restoring your hair. Bosley has both surgical and non-surgical solutions to help you keep the hair you have and grow thicker, fuller hair where you need it the most. Right now, Bosley is giving away a free information kit with a $250 gift card toward a procedure. Just text CARLIN to 203203. You don't want to wait when it comes to your hair. Just get the information 
Learn what you can be doing right now to keep your hair or grow your hair. People trust Bosley. They truly are the leaders in hair restoration. They have the most experience restoring your hair and experience matters. So what are you waiting for, guys? Trust me. Don't fall behind on this. Trust me. Get your free Bosley Info Kit and a $250 gift card when you text Carlin to 203203. That's C-A-R-L-I-N to 203203. And get your hair back with Bosley. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? LeBron James at his press conference in during the preseason here, uh, speaking up about owning a team potentially in Las Vegas, which is something that we know he has had his eye on for quite some time. Oh, it's wonderful. It's the best uh, fan base in the world, and uh, I would love to uh, bring a team here at some point. That would be amazing. Um, now, I know Adam is uh, in Abu Dhabi right now, I believe. That's where they're at right now? Yeah, with the Bucks in, in, in uh, Atlanta. So, But he probably sees every single interview and transcript that comes through from NBA players. So I want the team here, Adam. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I have to You got to love it, though, right? You yeah. have to love Bron doing that because he's been clear about wanting to earn an NBA team, and the NBA has been clear about wanting to expand to 32 teams and talking about expansion in Seattle and Las Vegas. So it just seems like it would make sense for him if that's the end, knowing that you're probably not going to be able to raise the capital to buy an existing franchise be a part of an expansion franchise. I, I love the idea of LeBron James continuing to be at the forefront of the NBA even after his days as a player. It just seems like it would make sense, especially with his place in the history of the game. He's about to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the most points scored in a career in NBA history. He's about to pass Magic Johnson for more having more assists, and I think that puts him in the top five in terms of total assists in a career. LeBron James, I mean, very rarely do you have somebody with the hype 
and the expectations as a young person coming out of high school actually live up to it and exceed it, this is one of those rare instances where it actually happened, Carlin. It's amazing. And so if you're the NBA, especially with his story, a, a true pull-yourself-up-by-the-bootstrap story, you got to have LeBron James as an ambassador to your game globally. And, and, you and, absolutely have to do it. And, Chris, you have to have a team in Vegas here because uh, I'll tell you, there's a couple of things there. You can pay attention to what's going on with the Golden Knights. Those people sell out that building every night. For, for hockey. Yeah. Uh, the Raiders have obviously been a huge hit in Vegas so far. Mm-hmm. And you also factor in that, uh, and I, you know, I was talking to you about this a couple months ago, is Joe Fortenbaugh, who moved from San Francisco to Vegas with his family a couple of years ago in the middle of the pandemic. And Vegas is one of those places where people who moved out of the cities went to. Mm-hmm. And it just continues to explode uh, with community's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. That market's getting bigger. They need to get a team in there sooner rather than later. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, because there's so much money there. Think about it, man. You've got all of those sports franchises there already. The NBA with the presence because you have a WNBA team, mm. it's going to happen. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. ESPN app. Come on, man. You just I, keep putting money in the jar. Stop yourself. I got to be better. It's like I keep running the wrong route. I mean, what are we going to do with all the money you're putting in the jar, though? Oh, I don't know. Maybe we'll fire it out of the money gun. <laughs> you know what we should do? <laughs> we should put it on one of our primetime parlays. Well, we're going to have one tonight. That's what I'm saying. Maybe we should do that. We should. We How should much am I it. into right now? Probably I mean, a good is, 75 is, is bucks it by five now. bucks every time? Is it five? Or is it one? We're getting, it should be one. It should be one Based on bucks. how much I'm screwing up. Oh, okay. I just wanted to put more money down on a primetime parlay. I, We've okay. won three straights. So. Well, we have won three straight. Yeah. And if we win a fourth straight, that means money gun. Well, that's my point. So if you put in five bucks for every instance that you say ESPN Plus rather than the ESPN app, that just means you're going to get more money coming back to you because we're going to win our primetime parlay. Yeah, but it, okay, but it's my money. <laughs> Well, you're gonna get it. You're gonna get more money. It's an investment. So I mean, I believe in myself, but I, you know, I to to a point. Now you're getting scary. You're no, getting no, scary no. on me. We're get. We'll be good later on. We will be fired up later on to get you. Plus, we're gonna get you our picks as well for the weekend. That's all on the way. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Okay, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Your buddy. Speaking up again. Hey, Chris, you know what he's talking about? What is it? His future. Oh, of course. Because he doesn't know what else to talk about. Here is A-Rod. There's going to be a lot of benefits to be reaped from, from those guys. So I'm sure long after I'm gone, those guys are going to have an opportunity to, to be here and play and play in the second contracts. But it's about development, really, for them. It's about their mental Approach, especially like I said yesterday, year one to two can be a big jump. Two to three can be an even bigger jump. So, it's just understanding what it means to be a pro and figure that out. And, and hopefully, I think every young player should lean on an older guy and get some advice. I think as older guys, we love to to share the mistakes that we made with our with the young guys, so they don't repeat those things and things that work for us as a young player, things that didn't work, things we'd like to see them do. I think it's really important passed on that knowledge. But look, my decision when it comes down to it will be uh, obviously the physical part, the mental part, seeing where the team is at. There's some moving pieces, but you know that'll factor in for sure. But seeing the development of those guys, uh, you know, can't help but be a part of the decision. Yeah. So he's talking about <sighs> the younger players and mm-hmm. how that's going to play a role 
in his long-term decision about how much he's going to play. I don't care how much longer you're going to play. Just decide what it is and keep quiet about it. I don't care. Go to the offseason. Let us know when you're retiring instead of keeping us in suspense and staying in front of the camera as you are dying to do. Are you crisped off about this? If it's Aaron Rodgers, there's probably a pretty good chance I am. Well, here's what I'll say about this. Carlin, I guess I could take this a couple of ways because in a roundabout way, it feels like he's trying to instill some confidence in his guys by saying, you know, watching these guys develop the rate at which they're coming along, maybe that can impact my decision, whereas I might have been thinking about walking away after a couple of seasons, I might extend that. There's the possibility, just depending on what it looks like, they would undoubtedly have some kind of impact on how I'm going to view my football future. And it makes sense because the quarterback to wide receiver relationship, I mean, that is a codependent relationship. Well, let's put let's put the blame on the wide receivers then because they didn't get better when Aaron decides to walk away. Come on. Stop. All I'm simply Stop saying it. is this, man. Maybe this is his roundabout way of trying to encourage his guys to come along and realize their potential. I, because in that quote, he also said, I think those two guys can become dudes in the NFL. That's great. Meaning they, they, he thinks they can be good players, so we'll see. I don't think they need any more motivation. Canty and Carlin, weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+.